You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your hosts, Peter and Steve. Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, host of the Inch by Inch Ultimate Home Comfort Show and general manager of Roy Inch & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company and a three-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, London Free Press, Best of London, and the London Community News Reader's Choice Award. Thank you for listening to this Saturday. And a matter of fact, thank you for listening for 52 Saturdays. This is our (laughs) first year anniversary. Uh, It's been a year we've been doing this show And we want to thank our listeners who have been listening in and hope we can give you some information about your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing, how it works, and some energy-saving tips. But most important, the phone lines are open. So you can give us a call locally at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Or at any time, you can send us an email during the show or uh, during the week at inchbyinch at serviceexperts.com. And one lucky caller today will win a free air conditioner and furnace tune-up. So don't wait. Give us a call. How's Steve doing today? Steve's great. Happy uh, anniversary here? One year. One year. You've been blessing the city of London with your voice for one year. Yeah, pretty scary, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought we'd last a year? I, it's, yeah, well, it's you never know. And and your celebrity status, I think, has gone up on you know on the uh, popularity meter in London. Yeah, I think I got one more like than I had last year at this time. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we uh, we enjoy doing this. This is a way we can give back to our customers and to the community give you some free information so that you have uh, you don't have to pay to have us come out this is free give us a call and we can answer any questions you have and or an email and we did get one earlier that said um, we've um, we've had a lot of it came in from Jill we've had a lot of mornings where I've thought about turning my fireplace on I've had it shut off for the summer uh, what should I do? to make sure that everything is okay before I turn it on? That's, boy, that's a really good question. Uh, a lot of people are, are pretty lax on their fireplaces when it comes to maintenance. So um, certainly if you haven't had that fireplace looked at in quite some time, it'd be a really good idea to have us come out and, and just do a proper cleaning of it just to make sure that everything's all right. Um, if she turned the pilot light off, that could pose a problem because sometimes you have a very difficult time getting that pilot light back um you know, to light again. Yeah, it's like those, I call them, they have those piezo igniters you see like on barbecues. Yes. That, you know, work for, I don't know what, two months when you have a new barbecue and then they never work after that. Yes. So a lot of times they never get used and now you need it to light the pilot and it it has a very hard time to get it going. Yeah, well, and sometimes we've we've got issues where spiders will nest in the in the pilot tubes, and because uh, spiders like the smell of, they treat natural gas with something called meerkaptan, and that gives it its its really nasty odor. And spiders seem to like that, and they'll nest inside those pilot tubes and plug your plug so the gas can't get up. Right, and so that you know, with the flame there, if they left the pilot on, that would force the spiders away. Yes. And you wouldn't have that problem. So a lot of times people say, well, I shut it off to save money 
on my gas all summer. Right. The challenge you get is if you need a service call, all the money you saved on your gas is now gone because you have to pay a service call to come out and relight it. And we had a funny story. Well, I guess it isn't really a funny story, but a customer had turned on her gas fireplace and it kind of, the fumes and everything were coming back into the room. So she called us out. She had just purchased the house. So a brand new house to the to the customer. And when we got out there, the previous homeowner had stuffed a blanket into the venting of the gas fireplace to stop a draft. It's the only reason we can think there was a blanket stuffed in there. Oh, my. But instead of that venting out, it was venting back in the house and very lucky that she was home paying attention to it and shut it off because all the carbon monoxide and everything was coming in. So... Again, if you've just purchased a new home, you're out there, you know, it's not a bad idea to have someone come in after you move in and and check out all the heating, air conditioning, plumbing, fireplaces. Well, even even to just explain how it all works, right? Because some people people going in, we get a lot of... a lot of questions about when we walk into a home and they've just purchased a home, even how to run the thermostat because it's a brand new thermostat to them. Right. And, And, you know... Is the equipment in good shape? Yeah. Is it old? You know, do I have to replace it in 10 years or am I looking next year? Just to kind of give you those ideas so that when you're planning all your renovations you're going to do, you maybe can put that into your budget as well to take a look at it. But uh, this lady, it it definitely saved her life having us come out and check that out and pull the pull the blanket out and get the fireplace venting correct. And there's the importance of that law again about carbon monoxide detectors in your home, right? Yeah, and again, you know, with the new law, they have outside every bedroom, there is supposed to be a CO detector. So if you have a bedroom in the basement, it's supposed to have one down there. If you have one in the upstairs. And I was listening to a a, a documentary on Walt Disney and had no idea that his parents were poisoned by CO. And unfortunately, his mother didn't make it, but his father did um, after him and his brother Roy had purchased them a home. Wow. So it was kind of interesting to see, you know, way back then they had CO poisoning going on as well. Just one last thing on those fireplaces too. Um, You'll find when when you first purchase your fireplace, you know, the glass is really nice and crystal clear and you can see this beautiful flame. And over time, it'll get milky white. And it happens gradually, so you don't really notice it right off the bat, but... At the end of the season, you'll kind of be looking at your fireplace. You'll think, "What's all that white residue?" And that's just that's just uh, particles from the natural gas, which is burned off and stuck to the glass. It can be cleaned, and uh, if you've never done it, then you should probably call us to come out and show you because it's a. Sometimes it can be tricky depending on the manufacturer, but you can get that fireplace looking just like new um, when you clean that glass. Yeah, and if you can't see the glass. Then you need a service call. <laughs> oh, or you, sorry, you can't, you can't see, see the, the flame. You can't see the flame. And because of the glass is so dirty, you definitely need Abs- us to get yes, out there. Yes, yeah, absolutely. We have to come out and do it, yes. So, Well, we're going to take a break here, but the phone lines are open. So you can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or at 1-866-354-8255. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter and Steve. 
Well, welcome back, and we're going to head right to the phone lines where we have uh, Larry on the line. Larry, go ahead with your question. Uh, good morning. Good anyway, morning. I just got a question. I have a York, like it's just been installed, a furnace and air conditioner, like about a year and a half ago. And I'm just curious to keep the so-called 10-year parts and labor warranty. Do you know when you have to get that like reserviced again or whatever <laughs> to keep that warranty? Now, most manufacturers, it is yearly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and it and it's right in their warranty instructions that a maintenance has to be performed every year to uh, keep the manufacturer's parts warranty in place. So, in our company, for example, if a maintenance does is done every year, then it's covered each year parts and labor for that year. Well, in my warranty, it doesn't really say that. It just says have it serviced on a regular basis. It doesn't say yearly. The people that put it in say like three years, every three years to keep the warranty. I'm just curious because it seems like it's (laughs) not black and white, I guess you would say. Now, did they leave you the operations manual and warranty from the furnace and air conditioner? Yes. Okay. Like it's straight from York, okay? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So what I would do is look in there. They usually spe- uh, specify it a lot. Um, what do you want to say? Actually, it's it. if you look in, like the warranty will say one thing about having it done regularly, but then if you look in the, in the installation manual, they'll define that regularly as being annual. Okay. Yeah, because like being a York, there's only two dealers, like in London even, isn't there? I, well, I can, you know who they are probably, but I mean, you guys don't do or install York, do you? No, we don't. And so we I'd, used to. We and did. it has to be a so-called really York dealer, I guess, to get keep the warranty. You just can't have somebody here in St. Thomas, really, because there's no York dealers in St. Thomas apparently either. No, you can have any dealer, as long as they are a licensed gas fitter, do the service. You have to keep the records. So the reason that a lot of, you know, a York dealer or a manufactured dealer, um, they want to do it is because then it's up to them to keep the records. But Uh if you had anybody do it, as long as they're licensed and you have that record, you're covered. Okay, because that's not what I'm not sure either, because I talked to York directly in Mississauga, where the furnaces are made, mm-hmm. and say it has to be a York dealer. <laughs> so, you know, that's all that be kind of confusing, too, to me. Absolutely. I don't know if anybody else out there has a York <laughs> furnace <laughs> or whatever, but that seems to be you have to have a real York, you know, installer or dealer do the service on them. Yeah, and it, and you know, and I'll take this to the automotive a little bit. It's kind of like Ford's going to send you to a Ford dealer, Chrysler's going to send you to a Chrysler dealer, but they all know that you're going to get that oil change done at Quickie Loop or at a place like that. And so they cannot not cover the warranty as long as it's been done by a certified person. If you had a friend do it who has no license, then they have every right to say that wasn't performed by a qualified person. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just, you know, that's what I wasn't sure about because, you know, the there's lots of people that do furnaces or gas fitters, but if they don't have access to the York, you know, parts, then they York says they can't 
do it under warranty. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? That, that's And that is correct. So let's yeah. say it did break down and it needed a part to get it under warranty. You would have to take that part through a York dealer. Right, yeah. But you could have your maintenance done between those times by anybody that's licensed. And if they said, well, you know, I don't have record of it being maintenance, you would have to pr- produce that and show it. Yeah, as long as you then, as long as you got somebody like, as long as they're a gas fitter, licensed person, they can do the maintenance. As long as they give you a piece of paper saying it's been looked at, right? That's Correct. right. Yes, that's right. Yep. Okay, that's all I wanted to know because it's kind of confusing. Let's put it that way. It's extremely confusing for the consumer today. Yes. Yeah, just because how you know if you when you should get it done if you you know because they say every three years the people that put it in and. Uh, you know, if it's got to be done before that just to keep your 10-year parts and labor warranty, well, you know. <laughs> well, also keep in mind that the equipment today is, is so much more complicated. It's yeah. it's like the automobile. You, like you would never think of not changing the oil in your car. And your your furnace runs a lot more than your automobile does. So right. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it really needs an annual inspection. Yep, even though it's brand new, basically. Yes, yeah. Anyway, that's, that's the thing. Well, maybe I'll win your uh, free maintenance. That's right. Yes. There you go. <laughs> okay, thank okay. you. Thank you. Thanks for calling in, Larry. Appreciate yep. it. Yep. So, yeah, and that, that's a question that we get all the time, you know, that uh, because when we sell products, we include the first year. That's right, yes. So that a year later, we're coming out maintaining it, making sure everything's great. And then we start talking about you need to sign up for a yearly maintenance at that time. That's right, because it, it, is, it is confusing, but uh, we sift through all those documents to, to find those things when, when people are given misinformation just to, to show them that on the warranty, it does, Larry's correct, it may say regular, but if then you refer to the service manual, and if you look at the same thing, that regular maintenance is spelled out to be an annual thing. So the manufacturer has a fallback position on the fine print that he doesn't have to cover that part. That's right. And and unfortunately, it's it's almost, you know, nothing against insurance companies. I'm not, but insurance companies try to find ways not to pay the claim. Well, now we're seeing it in furnace companies are trying to find ways not to pay the claims. And, and that can be done just because of you didn't have the maintenance done. Like he says it's a year and a half. Well, it's out of warranty. Because it's a year and a half, he has to get it done at eleven months, twenty nine days, you know, before so that it carries on for another year. And we've seen simply being thirty days out, they've not covered it. But in the same token, it's never too late. It should get done, and he may be able, you know, that's right. If it, you know, doesn't have a breakdown, get it done. Start having regular maintenance. Then they see you've done it the last two years. Then everything's fine when it yes. comes up to that uh, point. So yeah. definitely, please. Uh, Everybody out there, maintenance is important. Um, you know, a lot of people say, "What's your? why is your company different than every other heating company out there? Well, one reason is, is we have a maintenance department, we have a service department, and we have an installation department. So if I have guys out installing new furnaces and air and, and a service call comes in from one that's two years old, a lot of companies say, well, let me get this install done. And then I'll come over and take a look at your furnace. Well, if it's really cold outside, that's an issue. In our company, we have dedicated service people available to go and look at it. We have dedicated maintenance people available to perform the maintenance so that you hopefully are not waiting. And they keep that furnace looking just like the first day it was purchased. Yep. Yeah. 
Get a little wax out, polish it up. <laughs> you know, make well, if if you can imagine, you know, uh, people don't think furnaces lose efficiency in in one year, but it's it's amazing just uh, how a little bit of dust on a motor or on a, on a blower wheel can can cause it to use maybe even half an amp more electricity than it did when it first started. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a question out at you, Steve. This, okay, this is one that plagues humanity. This question <laughs> it is we get it all the time. Okay. Do I cover my air conditioner or don't I cover? Is this like uh, Jeopardy? It is. You know, if I had the music in the background there. I would always, always, 100% of the time, cover my air conditioner with a approved cover for my air conditioner and every winter. And what's why an approved cover? Like, I just want to wrap it with plastic and some duct tape. Not a good idea? Not a good idea. No. Uh, a, an approved cover is is made, uh, like, they make all air conditioners have a different series number, and it if you give me that series number, I can get you the appropriate air conditioner cover for that air conditioner, which will fit it properly, and it just it's just a little bit short, so you, you think, well, it's too short, but no, that's the way they're designed, and... It will keep that air conditioner. It keeps all the leaves off it. It's kind of I, I refer to it like parking your car in the garage for the winter or leaving it outside in the driveway. You know, the snow and the wind and the sleet all has an adverse effect on stuff that you leave outside. So why not at least put a car blanket on it, or because that's in essence what you're doing. Yeah. Just you're trying to protect the air conditioner and and with these top discharge air conditioners where the air comes off the top, all the leaves and keys and everything can fall into that air conditioner. And it just it has an effect on it over time, so cover it. So if I wrap it with plastic and duct tape, that's what, a bad thing. And why why is that? What well, you're locking you're locking moisture in, and now you may promote some corrosion. Okay, then you get the I call it the brickhead, where I put a piece of wood on the top and a brick on top of it, so the wood won't blow away. Well, that that actually is more effective than the tarp with the duct tape. Really? So yeah, if you're if that's all you had to do. I'd rather see a piece of wood with a brick as opposed to the plastic with the with the bungee cord or the duct tape. But the cover is better than a brick? The cover the for the $60 it'll cost you for the cover is the way to go. And to, very easy to put on one strap normally with Velcro. Yep, and it lasts. It should last you the life of the air conditioner. Okay. So that we've we've solved that. <laughs> cover your air conditioner. Except you don't like you. You may not like the fact that I I'm okay with the with the wood and the brick only because it's better than the wrapped plastic and bungee cord and duct tape. Yeah, no wrapped plastic. But I'm if you're gonna put a brick and a piece of wood on the top, <laughs> buy the cover. Buy the cover. You know we you know we'll disagree. I don't think I. Well, no, I just you said it. It, it would be it's. <laughs> You know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But definitely get the covers. Like Steve says, give us your model of cereal and the make. And normally within uh, a week, we have the cover in. It's a nice uh, vinyl cover that uh, will last, you know, 20, 30 years. Yeah. And uh, Actually, they are on. lasting longer than the air conditioner right. is what happens. So then yeah. you've, you've got this cover. Yeah. And then you can use it after the air conditioner has gone to cover the barbecue. <laughs> so we've seen them used in many different places. So. But that, that's great. Definitely cover those air conditioners. We're getting to that time. We probably got another couple of weeks, and then we'll we'll be talking about shutting them down at that point. So thank you uh, for Larry calling in today. And when we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or Sarnia at 
888-2373 or always at one eight six six experts or online at royinch.com. You can listen to a podcast of this show or any of our shows at royinch.com by hitting the inch by inch button on the right hand side of the homepage. And as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.